There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Locatora Radio is a radiophonic novella, which is just a very extra way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. I'm Dios FM. And I am Mala Muñoz. Locatora Radio is your prima's favorite podcast hosted by us, Mala and Diosa. We're two IG friends turned podcast partners, breaking down pop culture, feminism, sexual wellness, and offering fresh takes on trending topics through nuanced interviews with up-and-coming Latinx creatives. Known as Las Locatoras, Las Mamis of Meten Bullshit, and Las Porcasteras Peligrosas, we were podcasting independently since 2016, but joined iHeartMedia's My Cultura Network in 2022. This year, we're continuing to share stories from the Latinx community pa' todo el mundo. Welcome to Season 8. Are, Are you listening? listening? Hola, hola, locamores. Welcome to Season 8 of Locatora Radio. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. You're tuning in to Capitulo 182-182. Last time on Locatora Radio, we celebrated our seven-year locaversary with an anniversary episode. Go ahead, tune into that episode, subscribe to Locatora Radio, leave us a review, and share with a friend. So for today's episode, we are going to be talking to a Bogota-based music ensemble called Monsieur Perine. And we wanted to talk to them because, one, they're in L.A. this week. But also, we thought it would be a good way to continue the conversation about art and activism. Here at Locatora, we've been having these conversations since our inception. And we've interviewed musicians that write music and create art that center activism, like Ile and Ana Tijoux. So you can listen to those past episodes. I will link them in our show notes. And we've also talked to other incredible artists and activists over the years that aren't musicians, but are in the arts field. We've also interviewed Catalina of Reggaeton con la Gata. She, of course, centers history 
and activism centering the African diaspora in her music criticism and writing and producing work. So yeah, go back. And we've been interviewing all kinds of people for many, many years now. And it's really fun to see where they were when we interviewed them with their art and their activism and where they are now years later. More about Monsieur Perine. They are a Bogota-based music group from Colombia with an Afro-Colombian with an Afro-Colombian sound that mixes Latin and European flavors. And their lead singer, Catalina, is in L.A. this week, and she's actually set to perform with the L.A. Philharmonic for an event titled Canto en Resistencia. The group is also nominated for two Latin Grammys this year, and we're going to be talking all about their new album today. So we're so excited to be joined by Catalina Garcia of Moncia Perine, and we're going to be talking about her latest album, Bolero Apocalipto. It's nominated for two Latin Grammys. So welcome. Thank you. I'm super happy to be here in LA. And yeah, we have this new album that it's called Bolero Apocalíptico. I know that it's a really uh, tricky word because uh, yeah, it's it's hard to accept that we are living the apocalypse. <laughs> right. And I wanted to ask you more about that because I think sometimes we think like the apocalypse is like yet to come, but then we're like, oh no, we're living it. Uh-huh, so we are. Tell me it. tell me more about the name and the inspo yeah. behind it. So we started uh, writing this album without knowing that it was going to be, you know, like a full concept album. We didn't know. We started just writing songs. Before Pandemia, so it was 2019, we were in a really rough tour. We did, I don't know, like more than 100 shows. 2019, it was a very tiring year. But whenever we had some time to, you know, like to chill and to relax, we tried to create songs. And that's how it started, you know, this new album um yeah, like intentions. <laughs> and then uh, 2020, pandemia, and everything changed for musicians, especially. Because I think we were like the, the last, the latest, latest that went back to work. <laughs> so we had to wait too much, and everything changed. We were all the time like touring, going all around the world, and suddenly, that wasn't happening anymore. Uh, uh, so we use uh, our studio and, you know, like this time to be, um, I don't know, like connected to to more slow uh, way to live. It was beautiful. It was like a huge present for us. Even if it was rough time for everyone in the whole world i think music heals you know has that power to heal to connect i and i think what we feared the most were the disconnection between humans when (laughs) when we were in pandemia so we decided to you know like reunite uh, just santiago and me my partner like in the studio and start exploring again without planning too much where, you know, where the music was going to get and how it was going to sound. More like uh, being connected to our intuition, of course, to all the music that we were listening and, you know, like being inspired by. 
And of course, we we were not expecting anything. Just like having fun and, you know, like uh, embracing the fact that we could create in a really rough time. It was so special. And uh, in Colombia, we were living not just pandemia, but like a huge, massive social explosion, you know, like people, we were not happy with uh, what was going on in like with the government and all the political, you know, like shit. I'm sorry for the word. Mm-hmm. That's great. <laughs> That's perfect. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a lot of corruption, a lot of inequalities. Like we can see it all around the world. You know, I don't know. Humans are full of hate and and I don't know, like disconnected. I think we are disconnected to our true nature. And I think artists, we can have another. I don't know another energy you know another capacity to i don't know to make like a big healing uh, process with ourselves of of course but for the people also we could realize in pandemia how powerful is art for our you know day by day living and that's how we found Bolero Apocalyptico. You know, it's like to survive to, uh, through these rough times, you have to love and you have to learn how to love yourself. And of course, love everything that you do, the people that is around you. And it's not... I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me sharing memories, and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks. Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Very easy to understand what is love, you know. It's it's not just being happy, and but 
you have to be courageous, ¿no? Like, necesitas tener coraje, valor, fuerza, eh, vulnerabilidad, aceptar la oscuridad, la sombra, eh, tener paciencia, eh, perdonar, ¿sí? Como mirar hacia adentro. Eh, el amor no es tan sim no es como tan feliz, ¿sí? Es como la felicidad hace parte de todo, pero, pero amar eh, es algo poderoso. Entonces, that's why Bolero Apocalíptico, because, you know, we are living a moment where all the values that we had before are not working anymore. We are lear learning, trying to learn how to, you know, to survive. It's hard. Whenever you touch the screen, it's like, oh my God, I don't want to live in this world. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's so Absolutely. hard. I'm so curious um, about the way that making the album during the pandemic influenced the sound. Mm. Does it sound apocalyptic? Does it sound like a <laughs> pandemic album? I think so. I don't know. I think we had a lot of time. We, we never had so much time to create an album. Never. It's like we are all time touring. So this, this time for this album, we were at home, you know, quiet. No people from our, I don't know, like our uh, team or no people from the, the disquera, anywhere, like no friends, just the two of us looking at each other, you know, like going inside of, you know, going deep, trying to, to find also like um, something uh, smooth, like the contrast of what we were living. It was okay, let's have fun, <laughs> you know, making music, let's have fun. We cannot go out, we cannot see our friends, anything. It's like so hard. Let's have fun with music. And I think that was very important. So it has this mood of, you know, trying to to recuperar esta sensación de libertad, de conexión, de gozo, de um, cercanía, de intimidad. Um, tantas cosas que somos los seres humanos y que en ese momento estaba difícil como creer que podía haber mucha esperanza y todo esto que va en torno a la esperanza, ¿no? Disfrutar, uh -huh. pasarla bien. Entonces, todas esas intenciones están allí, como en esa búsqueda. Y por supuesto, estéticamente... Eh, Also, we were exploring with instruments that we were not exploring before. Like the sound, it's kind of uh, symbiosis, like this uh, machine, human machine uh, tension all the time, you know, like because we are, I don't know, it's we are losing our nature, our, mm -hmm. you know, like fr kind of freedom because we're all the time connected to those eh, aparatos, like phones and everything, like mm -hmm. all the time, like all the time. <laughs> so it's, es como un mutante, somos un poco ya mutantes. Yeah. Eh. Entonces, pues eso de alguna forma está puesto ahí en el disco, tratando de buscar un sonido que tenga síntesis, que tenga máquinas, que tenga destrucción. Destruimos mucho el sonido análogo. Grabamos todo de forma análoga, pero luego destruimos ese sonido eh, y tratamos como de buscar hacia dónde llevar cada canción. Cada canción 
cuenta una historia de amor distinta y tiene como una, un ADN también diferente. Entonces, ver qué le funcionaba a cada canción, ¿no? Eh, yo pensaba mucho en, en el momento, en el proceso de hacer este disco, pensaba, salía mucho al jardín, tenía, tenemos un jardín en, en el estudio que se llama El Venado Azul, nuestro estudio en Bogotá, eh, y salía mucho del jardín, que es un jardín pequeño, que se volvió como un oasis de la pandemia también, y miraba mucho las plantas y cómo hay plantas que crecen entre las grietas y crecen así con unos colores y una fuerza, y pensaba mucho como en, 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 en esa sensación en, en el momento de hacer el disco. Eh, creo que es como un referente de lo que es el bolero apocalíptico, que es como en medio de esta massive destruction, we have love to survive. You know, absolutely. And I think, you know, when I was listening to the album, I thought, like, not only is it about love, pero también del desamor. Mm -hmm. And how do you think love can play a part of political movements, or even el desamor, el, el coraje, like you mentioned, how can that fuel us, and how can art fuel us? Yes, I think, like, when, when you have to go through um, hard experiences is when you learn how to know yourself more than uh, when you are happy. You know, happiness is just a smooth end, you know, like, es una, es una, la felicidad es, es un estado que es como muy lineal, ¿sabes? La oscuridad, cuando estás enfadado, cuando estás frustrado, cuando estás triste, cuando eh, estás pasando por un momento duro, eh, te lleva a pues una cosa de una montaña rusa de sensaciones, de emociones, de mirar para adentro y tienes que ir para adentro de ti. La felicidad es muy hacia afuera. Y muchas veces pasamos por momentos felices y los dejamos ir rápidamente, ¿no? Como que la felicidad está un poco sobrevalorada. Y la tristeza eh, eh, puede ser un, un gran lugar de, de, de aprendizaje. Y creo que, que a través del arte eh, muchas personas, no solo las que crean, sino las que lo reciben, tienen esa posibilidad de encontrar... Eh, una forma más humana de transformar estos sentimientos difíciles o estas, estos panoramas difíciles en nuevas oportunidades, nuevos caminos, eh, nueva piel, ¿sabes? Como te transformas desde lo profundo. Y creo que en ese sentido el arte es fundamental para cualquier sociedad y mucho más, y es mucho más poderoso en sociedades en las que vivimos constantemente estos desafíos gigantescos eh, en torno a la violencia, a la desigualdad, eh, a la falta de oportunidades, a la corrupción. Eh, yo que soy de Colombia y que he tenido la oportunidad de tocar mi música y viajar por varios lugares del territorio y compartir, colaborar con proyectos locales, eh, de música, semilleros de música, de jóvenes haciendo música, no solo en la capital, pero en lugares más lejanos y con muchas más dificultades. Eh, sé lo que significa para una persona tener un instrumento 
en vez de tener un arma, en vez de tener eh, hambre, en vez de tener miedo, ¿sabes? Es como, uff, eh, es una puerta que abre la jaula, ¿no? Y que deja que se expanda realmente lo positivo y lo poderoso que hay en el ser humano. So, art is so powerful, you know, and for us, it's like we are very committed uh, with what we do through the music and, you know, we love to, to have this opportunity and, you know, I don't know, I think it's a huge gift uh, to be on this side of the story, you know. I'm super curious about process and when you when you two sit down to write a song or put the album together, how do you divide up the songwriting and the production and who does what? Okay, so Santi, he's I think he's more like the producer of of everything that we do, like the music in in the music side. He has more this uh, producer head and way to work. He loves to write all the arrangements and he's very... Um, es muy inquieto. El, todo el tiempo está haciendo música, trayendo instrumentos nuevos, explorando con el, los, el diferente sonido de cada instrumento. Su estudio es muy especial por eso, porque entras y es como un recorrido por el sonido del mundo, ¿no? a través de instrumentos de cuerda, de percusión. Eh, ahora tiene muchos teclados de distintas épocas. Eh, because our sounds start like from acoustic sound and, and then like real sound is not just machines. So it has to be played by, <laughs> by a person. <laughs> mm -hmm. And you know, it's like, todavía es, hay una gran diferencia en lo que sientes no, no voy a catalogar qué es mejor o qué es peor, eso no importa. Pero sí hay una diferencia muy grande en lo que sientes cuando escuchas algo que está interpretado por una persona a cómo está interpretado por una máquina. Mm. Todavía vivimos este tiempo y es hermoso por vivirlo así, seguir rescatando lo humano. Nuestra música parte de lo humano. Eh, del error, de la fragilidad, de la vulnerabilidad, ¿sabes? Y Santi está más como desde ese lado de la producción. Por supuesto, yo también hago parte y, y lo hablamos, lo conversamos, buscamos muchos referentes, hacemos cosas, exploramos en el estudio, escuchamos, nos escuchamos. A veces pues, tenemos visiones totalmente diferentes y creo que eso enriquece mucho el proceso creativo. De mi lado, a mí me fluye mucho más la melodía y la letra y como un poco, eh, sí, el eh, como construir un concepto, ¿sabes? Cómo hilar todos esos conceptos y volverlos, eh, y, o hilar todas estas historias y volverlas un concepto. Yo me clavo más como en toda la, la conversación visual también que acompaña el universo de Monsieur Periné, todos esos referentes, las historias de los videoclips, los directores, la, lo que vamos a narrar, la estética, y las letras. Santiago también escribe, pero digamos que creo que yo me he ocupado un poco más en ese lado y él más como en la parte musical. Los dos nos acompañamos, nos aconsejamos, nos escuchamos eh, y a veces también no estamos de acuerdo y esa tensión es importante. Es como en la creatividad la tensión es poderosa. Que, que no haya... 
que haya esa diferencia, ¿sabes? Que haya esa cosa que parece incómodo. También nos gusta, como que no nos gusta negarlo. Entonces, pues hemos aprendido, ya llevamos casi 15 años. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama. And when reflecting on what matters most, I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Tuda Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you get your podcasts. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Yeah, the, the conflict can help you grow separately and together, right, as artists and how you create something. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about one of one of my favorite songs from the album is Cumbia Valiente. And we've actually had Ana Tiju in the past as a guest. And so I wanted to talk to ask you more about that collaboration. The song is una canción de resistencia, de valor. Tell me more about its creation. Sí. So it was 2020 and not just pandemia, but also like this massive social, um, I don't know, like, yeah, explosion. <laughs> I don't know how to say it, but yeah, explosion in Colombia and also in different countries in Latin America, as Chile, also Argentina, everywhere, you know, like if you see the world, it's full of problems. And uh, we were living in my country Oof, really difficult times, a lot of fear, a lot of tension, violence on the streets. People were absolutely tired to be living as we were living and, you know, like all the massive corruption. So everybody was on the streets, everyone, like 
a lot of young people and and you know like persecuted by police and you know it was very hard i live in downtown bogota and i had to to leave you know uh, to be running in the streets and trying to get to my house and trying to help my friends that were you know like just in the protestas normalmente caminando en la calle y corra y porque vienen las tanquetas de policía están mandando eh, estas eh, ya no sé cómo se llaman pero gases lacrimógenos eh, como estas estas bombas que es, suenan muy fuerte y que a la final tienen gases y cosas que te dificultan la respiración eh, te pueden donde te toquen, te pueden lastimar de verdad, ¿sabes? Y hubo muchos jóvenes desaparecidos, no solamente en Bogotá, pero en muchos lugares del país. Los artistas decidimos empezar a juntarnos inspirados un poco por lo que estaba sucediendo en Chile y todo lo que lograron como sociedad yes. durante estas protestas, viendo cómo tantos artistas de diferentes géneros, sin importar, porque eso al final no importa, se juntaron y abrieron espacios de resistencia en la calle, espacios neutros de resistencia, porque a la final mmm, en las noticias empieza a leerse como si fuese parte de un lado político o del otro, pero la realidad es que era más un espacio de, de gente que no quiere a, a irse por ningún camino político, pero que necesita que haya una transformación y un cambio. Entonces decidimos juntarnos, creamos este espacio también en Bogotá, hicimos... Eh, un esfuerzo muy grande para eh, como darle voz a todos estos mensajes, a todas estas necesidades que estaban ocurriendo y empezaron a perseguir muchos artistas en diferentes partes del país. Así veíamos cómo sucedía aquí, allá, gente que conocíamos, ¿sabes? Como que probablemente en cualquier momento te tocaba vivirlo en carne propia. Amenazas, bueno, todo esto. Eh, entonces... La verdad es que yo estaba sintiéndome muy triste, como mucho miedo, frustración y mucha tristeza en el corazón, como desconsuelo. Y, y entonces con Santi nos fuimos para un pueblito que queda en la región cafetera de Colombia y nos encerramos en, en, una, en una casa a escribir música, a ver, a tratar de hacer música, porque estábamos muy saturados, como, uy, no, estamos viviendo un tiempo muy muy difícil. Y así fue que nació Cumbia Valiente. Es un, siento que es un canto de esperanza, pero también es como un manifesto de poder. Es como, esto es lo que somos y no nos vamos a callar. Y, ¿sabes? Pienso que la cumbia como semilla cultural así como el maíz que compartimos y que nos ha alimentado a todo el continente, eso mismo pasa con la, con la cumbia en el alma de las personas que nacemos en Latinoamérica. Compartimos esa semilla cultural que es nuestra fuerza, que viene de nuestras raíces indígenas, que, se ha, que ha resistido a todas las influencias de la música del mundo y a todas sus transformaciones y que sigue siendo muy nuestra, no importa si eres de Argentina o si eres del norte de México, Hoy es una cumbia y te llega al alma. Entonces, quise, ya después de haber eh, escrito la canción, quise invitar a Ana Tiju porque siento que es una mujer que se ha puesto 
la camiseta, como decimos en Colombia, se ha puesto la camiseta con su lucha, con su contexto, con su gente, con darle voz y visibilidad a problemas muy importantes de conocer, no solamente dentro de su país, pero en el mundo, porque me inspira su música y su obra, siento que es una mujer muy poderosa, y también, de alguna manera, agradeciendo haberme inspirado de eso que estaba pasando en otras partes de nuestro propio continente para creer que en nuestro país también es posible cambiar la realidad. Entonces, de ahí nace Cumbia Valiente. I love that. Given, given all the political and social turmoil, do you ever get nervous about putting out music that addresses the, those issues? Do you ever fear like censorship or negative reactions? Mm -hmm. I think I don't fear that. I know that that may, maybe that's gonna happen because people is full of fear of you know like everything. So whenever something is powerful, they fear mm -hmm. <laughs> and they have to you know to uh, bullying and you know bad comments and sometimes it's like oh but this is not gonna be you know like um, cómo se dice como eh, esto no esto no va a ser comercial <laughs> mainstream whatever you know, right. like, whatever I don't care I I am not an artist because I because I uh, I'm gonna make money of course if my music goes and uh, people like it and people want to come and see my show and buy what I do thank you of course I love to 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 work and I put all my love in what I do but I am not an artist because I I'm gonna get money you know I don't care I need to speak for myself and I need to transform myself and I found art to make it so yeah I wanted to ask you about Colombia and its musical traditions and it seems like there's a lot of artists coming out of Colombia that are Oof. maybe hitting like more mainstream or more globally recognized? Huge. Like, why, from your perspective as an artist and a, as a Colombiana, like, why do you think Colombia is hitting <laughs> that way? You know what I mean? Yeah. Pues, eh, Colombia is absolutamente magia salvaje, siento yo. Es un país privilegiado en términos como de ubicación en el planeta. Mm. Y eso ha hecho que tengamos muchas influencias culturales que llegan por el, la costa pacífica, que llegan por la costa atlántica, que tengamos la fuerza de la raíz eh, indígena en nuestros Andes, ¿sabes? En nuestras cordilleras, eh, que tengamos un país con una naturaleza alucinante porque he tenido la oportunidad de viajar por muchos lugares del mundo y Colombia sigue siendo uno de los países más verdes que yo he visto en mi vida como, y sobre todo como vivos o sea, que la tierra está viva que no son estas tierras secas y montañas antiguas secas y que se ve, no, Colombia es verde está viva y eso siento que le da una fuerza a todo lo que se crea allí viene con una energía vital, importante, imponente. Siento que es muy diversa. Es, vivimos en, en un país muy diverso. Entonces, también hay como esa posibilidad de, en, si estás en cualquier lugar del mundo, como 
de sentir afinidad con toda esa diversidad, porque de pronto hay muchas posibilidades de sentirte representado en, en tantas cosas que suceden allí. Creo que otra cosa que me parece increíble es que Colombia es muy musical, muy, o sea, la cantidad de, de fiestas y celebraciones y festivales, ferias y diferentes sonidos, géneros, eh, formas de cantar, acentos, formas de bailar, todo esto, esto está muy vivo en nuestro día a día, en todo el país. Y creo que eso influye mucho en la manera de cómo somos, somos muy familiares también, como eh, creo que es un país que también ha estado marcado por una violencia muy aguda, difícil, que atravesó todos los sectores de la, de la sociedad y nuestra forma de, de transformar eso ha sido a través de la música y de, y de la comunidad, ¿sabes? Y de, uh -huh. y de volver a levantarte, hay que volver a levantarte, pero volver a levantarte con, con una energía de esperanza y creo que la música es ese espacio. Entonces, es muy bonito ver cómo... Colombia ha dejado de ser la narrativa de lo negativo para convertirse en, en el poder de unir al mundo, ¿no? En una celebración, en música, desde el, la música urbana con Carol G, además mujeres muy poderosas, ¿no? Shakira, que para mí es la reina del, del mundo, ¿sabes? Ella ha hecho una labor muy grande por posicionar a la mujer en otra perspectiva, ante el mundo, a la mujer latina, una mujer inteligente, creadora, eh, dueña de su camino, ¿sabes? Eh, además, con una vocación por lo social gigante. Eh, en fin, podría quedarme aquí en otro podcast. Pero también las músicas tradicionales, las, eh, nuestras tradiciones... Eh, también si te pones a ver en, en, de todo, ¿no? En géneros, en el tango hay proyectos que tienen Grammys latinos en Colombia, en el rock, en muchas cosas, ¿no? Piensas en Colombia y es como una gran fiesta <risa> y eso me parece hermoso. You're performing in LA at a show called Canto en Resistencia. Sí. Tell us about that show and I'm so curious about what it's like for you performing in Colombia and then performing your music for American audiences. How is that experience different for you? I am super happy, excited. I cannot believe that I'm going to sing in the Walt Disney Concert Hall. Oh my God, what a <laughs> massive instrument, like a piece of art. I don't know, it's like so beautiful and incredible. With the feel, La Filarmónica de Los Angeles is de las mejores orquestas del mundo, uh -huh. junto al maestro Gustavo Dudamel, que creo que para cualquier artista latino es un sueño, ¿sabes? Uh -huh. Es un orgullo gigante. Ya lo que él ha hecho es un orgullo gigante ahora, pararte junto a él, <risa> a cantar tus canciones, es un, pri un privilegio. Yo me siento como viviendo un gran regalo de la vida. Eh, Canto en Resistencia es este proyecto que se creó para como una juntanza de voces poderosas, eh, voces de mujeres poderosas. Siento que es un canto a lo femenino, 
a la feminidad que tenemos todos los seres humanos, como a despertarla, así a reconocerla, porque creo que cada una de las que hacemos parte de este canto somos eh, narradoras de nuestra vida, escribimos nuestras canciones, eh, contamos nuestras historias, entonces creo que en ese sentido pues es un ejercicio, si se quiere feminista, pero más que dividir lo que es la mujer o el hombre, lo que siento yo que hace la música es integrar y es como permitir ese reconocimiento, esa integración, ¿no? Hay ponernos vulnerables, aceptar que venimos todos del vientre de una mujer y que en nuestro ser tenemos toda esta energía eh, integrada. Y, y la lucha de lo femenino ha sido siempre como hacia buscar eh, construir nuestras propias narrativas, contar el mundo a través de nuestra visión. Es una celebración, siento que de esto, eh, un canto en resistencia, vamos a estar Ana Tiju, Eli Guerra, Lila Downs, Goyo, que es compatriota mía, uh -huh. y yo. Sé que Silvana Estrada también está en, en los días próximos, eh, junto con la FIL, entonces es un momento muy bonito de venir aquí a Los Ángeles y encontrarnos. Creo que Los Ángeles también es como este melting pot cultural de lo latino y también del mundo y, y creo que también es la casa de los latinos, ¿cierto? Y es muy bonito venir aquí y encontrarse todas esas influencias en todo, en todo lo que se, 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 se crea y se expresa aquí. Um, For us, playing outside of Colombia, it's like something that we have been doing like since the beginning of our story. <laughs> um, because, I don't know, it's, it's kind of sad to say it, but it's hard to be musician in our country and to survive, you know, like, because you have to, you need, I don't know, this is, this is not, a, not an easy career. Um, and we had to go and travel around the world to keep it, you know, to keep it working. Mm -hmm. So since 2012, we have been uh, touring outside of our country. And <clears throat> United States of America, it's like one of the countries that we've been touring the most. We love to come and play here. We did like, I don't know, seven or eight years ago, we did a tiny desk session. We were like the first uh, South American band to record a tiny desk session. And that changed our mm. audience here in States. It changed it because it was not just Latinos, but like people from Asia or I don't know, like different parts of the world that live here and just found uh, and loved what we do and they go. So we, when we make shows here uh, and we tour in, in States, there's people from all around the world and that's lovely. I love that. I love that energy, like different ways to feel and you know, to approach to, to the music and put it all together is beautiful. Of course, we love to our Colombian people that it's all the time like with the flag, you know. <laughs> I love that to, you know, to feel part of my community and also like people from Mexico that for us, Mexico is like our second home. Mm -hmm. And I think it's that, you know, it's like <laughs> Mexico, Latinoamérica, gente de todas partes del mundo. 
And of course, a lot of entertainment, you know, like movements. It's beautiful. We love to play here. Well, we're looking forward to the show. We're going to be attending. Thank you. Yeah. We're excited. We're very excited. So yeah. thanks for, thank you for coming yeah, to LA you. and for yeah. sharing your music with us. Thank you so much. Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, is executive produced and hosted by me, Mala Munoz, and Diosa Femme. Story editing by me, Diosa. Audio editing by Stephanie Franco. Thank you to our locamores, our listeners, for all of your support. Tecitos. Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella. Hosted by Mala Muñoz and Diosa Femme. Traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.